Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We are grateful to our listeners worldwide who tune in live and on demand. And today we have a very special show, Manifesting Miracles, The Five Steps to Conscious Creation with Sandra Kavanaugh. What are miracles? Do we take them for granted? Is it really possible to create miracles? When we're tired, feel discouraged by life's struggles, we may not notice the miracles that are before us. But be not dismayed. I just love these selected quotes by Thich Nhat Hanh. Many people are alive, but do not touch the miracle of being alive. To live in the present moment is a miracle. Around us, life bursts with miracles. A glass of water, a ray of sunshine, a leaf, a caterpillar, a flower, a laughter, raindrops. If you live in awareness, it is easy to see miracles everywhere. If love is in our hearts, every thought, word, and deed can bring about a miracle. That's so empowering. So how can we be a part of the miraculous moment and realize our power of conscious creation? Our guest today, Sandra Kavanaugh, will help us Realize that the miraculous is not something that happens to you. Magic and miracles happen through you. Sandra's work takes people to the intersection of creative imagination, personal responsibility, and inspired action to knowing who we truly are, what we are capable of, and the steps we can take to be, do, and share everything that we came to this life to be, do, and share. That's magnificent. Sandra is a multi-passionate uh, creative artist, actress, educator, writer, director, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, award-winning 35-year veteran of the entertainment industry, expert in the field of creativity, imagination, and communication. And using her signature program, Spontaneous Brilliance, Sandra has coached thousands of successful entertainment professionals, entrepreneurs, CEOs, service professionals, parents, educators, and students of all ages and abilities to unleash their own unique creative genius with miraculous results. She uses techniques and strategies that she's developed over more than 30 years as an educator, entrepreneur, consultant, and as a creative artist. She's the author of the international best-selling book, Spontaneous Brilliance, Unleash the Power of Your Creative Genius. And now I am honored to 
Welcome, Sandra Cavanaugh, on our show today, Manifesting Miracles, The Five Steps to Conscious Creation. Welcome, Sandra, to love Thank you, Jean. I am so just thrilled to be back with you again. Um, this is this is one of my favorite places to be. Yes, and we, you were on a previous show, Spontaneous Brilliance. So, if our listeners want to tune in to that show on demand, feel free to do so at your convenience. So, Sandra, share your death as a spiritual seeker that led to your inspirational mission wow well um <laughs> gosh i started out uh i i think i have been a spiritual seeker my entire life i was um i was essentially uh as a child um unaware that the rest of the world didn't quite see the world the way that I did. I was nine, eight, nine years old before I accidentally realized that everyone didn't see auras and, um, and uh, it, 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 it caused me to be quiet for a long time um, about uh, the, the spiritual seeking and the, the miracles that I saw everywhere. Um, and uh, I became uh, it, it. It made me very passionate about about seeking out different faiths and different understandings of sort of the way the universe works, and um, that was that was very much a part of my life. Every minute of my life, along with uh, becoming an actor at thirteen years old, and so I was in uh, professional theater. Um, all of my adult life, ran theater companies, been a director, a playwright, an actor, and been a teacher of acting and improvisation for many, many years, uh, about 37 now. Mm. And, um, and uh, there was a point where I realized that those two things converged. You know, I, I, I once had a spiritual teacher tell me when I was in my 20s, that the pursuit of theater was going to, in later life, become what I wrote about to help people realize their own um, spiritual enlightenment. And I filed that in the back of my brain, went, oh, okay, whatever, <laughs> and, and did not even connect it until after Spontaneous Brilliance had come out. And I was talking to people uh, about in just a completely separate conversation about this experience early on in my life where this woman had said this to me, you know, you're going to train in these fields of acting and writing. And then someday that will be your, your way of teaching spirituality. And I, it suddenly occurred to me, oh my gosh, that is exactly what spontaneous brilliance is. Because I call spontaneous brilliance a metaphorical, metaphysical guide to life, that it is um, the metaphor that I use is based in Shakespeare's quote from As You Like It, that all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. And, and, um, and the, what I realized in years and years of teaching acting is that anything that makes for a successful performance on the stage also makes for a successful performance on the great stage of life because mm. 
life is a 24-7 improvisation, you know, by definition, literally. And so one of the first things that I teach people, and you know this, we've talked about this many times, one of the first things I teach is that life is an improvisation. And so in improvisation, there are only three things you are ever doing. You are either offering, accepting, or blocking. That's it. You're either making an offer, accepting an offer, or you're blocking an offer. And and um, so if that is true in improvisation, it's also true in life. There are only three things we are ever doing. We are making an offer, we are accepting an offer, or we are blocking the offers. And most of the ways that we tend to make ourselves miserable in life is when we block. Mm. Yes, yes. I love that analogy, and we are grateful that you followed your divine destiny <laughs> and walked yeah. the path that led you to spontaneous brilliance and your amazing work with others. Uh, now, let's dive into miracles. Many believe that miracles happen to a chosen few. What are miracles from your perspective? Well, I think I think uh, we believe, you know, the the dictionary definition that miracles are some kind of extraordinary or astonishing happening that's attributed to, you know, divine power um, or an other, you know, an another presence. We we are comfortable saying that the universe gave us a miracle. We're not comfortable thinking that we participated in that. And for me, miracles are present constantly and, and consistently, you know, um, they are here. We just have to join that process and actively participate in the process. So miracles really occur when we notice that they are there and that they are within our control. We are creating constantly. Mm. We're creating constantly. What we don't do is create consciously. That's, that's really big. <laughs> conscious creation. Yeah, conscious mm. creation. When we recognize that miracles don't happen because we sit around, <laughs> you know, and just sort of wait for them to appear, you know, Miracles happen because we take action in that belief. And, and action is, is, is one of the five steps, actually. Mm, yes. It's the middle step. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And we hear a lot about the field of infinite possibilities. Can you share uh, more about this fundamental concept as it relates to manifesting miracles and co-creating uh, with the universe? Well, I think that miracles, you know, um, miracles and faith are so completely tied together, you know, and, and we tend to think about faith and belief as being the same thing, you know, um, and, and I, I did a lot of looking at beliefs, you know, we talk now a lot, you'll hear people talk about limiting beliefs and, and, we look at beliefs. Beliefs are defined as a state of mind or a habit 
in which trust or confidence is placed in some person or thing. You can tell I memorized that, right? A <laughs> state or a habit of mind in which trust or confidence is placed in some person or thing. So we have beliefs, right? But again, they are in that phenomenon or that or that person, place, or thing, right? We accept it. But beliefs tend to be limiting by their mm. very definition, right? We yes. we think that 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 we assign that belief into something. It's an other. But faith, faith is where we touch on the the field of infinite possibility because faith is unlimited. You know, to me, if you look at the if if you look at the d- dictionary, it's ironic that faith is basically limited in is 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 defined as something that is believed right oh, yeah. so so mm-hmm. um okay it's like a firm belief you know they sort of define it as if it's belief on steroids but for me it is completely different because faith requires action right we don't say we take a leap of belief or a you know, we don't t- to have an act of belief. We have an act of faith. We have yes. a leap of faith. You know, so for me, belief is knowing that you could do something, but faith is having the courage to do it. Mm. So yeah. the oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Continue. No. So I was ju- I was just going to say miracles happen when we have the faith to step into that field of infinite possibility and know that it's there right and 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 I, i'll just share those five steps what they are um because i keep touching on them and i know we'll get into more details about each step later on but but for me the five steps to miracles are dream faith action transformation and manifestation and faith is really that key, you know? Yes, yes. That uh, We can't wait to really dive into uh, those uh, strategies. And I love what you said about, you know, taking that leap of faith, because sometimes we're inspired to take steps. I know this for myself to be true. And it's like, okay, really? <laughs> What's yeah. out there? What's the next step? Where it's going to take? But I, I've learned to just trust and take that step. And, you know, it unfolds in ways mm-hmm. that are just unimaginable. So I love uh, to hear more about this whole concept of faith as, uh, you know, we look at, you know, our creation and miracles and relying, taking that leap. And I love what you said about our beliefs, because what's rooted in uh, our beliefs may be rooted in, you know, faulty conditioning or things that we need to root out that really does not work for us anymore. Right. Because we hold ourselves in a paradigm of our beliefs. You know, we kind of lock ourselves into a framework that is the way we believe things work. And more often than not, we believe that, you know, uh, we're not as good as somebody else, that we're not whatever, you know, and, and, and belief is where our fears come from, you know, um, when we have those fears that are reoccurring that stop us, that block us, or that we use to block ourselves, 
that's coming from a belief in something that brings us to fear. You know, we fear that we're not good enough. We fear that everybody else is going to think that's crazy if we do it. You know, when I say that, that my work takes people to the intersection of creative imagination, personal responsibility, and inspired action, still the time we don't take that inspired action because we aren't taking responsibility for our dreams. Mm. For those things that come to us, you know, as the the great idea or the thought, you know, um, I always talk in spontaneous brilliance about the fact that, you know, um, it was inspired by, yes, the 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 quote uh, from Shakespeare's As You Like It, that all the world's a stage, but also by my other favorite metaphor, which is Einstein's quote, that everyone is a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its entire life believing that it is stupid. Mm, that and is so powerful. We, we think that the miracles, mm-hmm. you know, the miracle of climbing the tree is somehow in the hands of somebody else, right? You know, and, and we don't, and maybe it's not mm-hmm. ours to climb a tree, you know? Exactly. If, we're not a monkey. If we're a fish, you know, then mm-hmm. then we are performing a miracle every day by swimming underwater because a okay. monkey can't do that, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, we're gonna. I think we're kind of up for a commercial break, but I, before we go on break, I just like to highlight uh, Sandra's mission. Uh, you know, we're all uh, trying to. You know, some people are trying to fit in and really not appreciating their uniqueness and their individual differences. And her laudable mission is to create a world of conscious creators where everyone's unique creative genius is exposed and uh, uh, shared, respected, regardless of their age, education, and perceived abilities. And uh, we're going to get more into that and have Sandra talk more about her mission Uh, as we move into more uh, depths of her uh, steps for conscious creation. But right now, we're up for a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, don't go away. We will be right back with more on Manifesting Miracles, The Five Steps of Conscious Creation with Sandra Cavanaugh, multi-passionate creative artist, educator, actress, entrepreneur, award-winning 35-year veteran in the entertainment industry an international best-selling author of Spontaneous Brilliance. Uh, Stay tuned for more. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. 
Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light Show page. Best selling authors international, news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All in This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascension.com library.org have a wonderful day it's your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com you are tuned in to love light with dr jean marie farish feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on facebook 
Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Sandra Cavanaugh, multi-passionate creative artist, actress, educator, entrepreneur, award-winning 35-year veteran in the entertainment industry and author of the international bestseller, Spontaneous Brilliance. And she's on our show today, Manifesting Miracles, Five Steps to Conscious Creation. And before we went on break, we uh, I highlighted Sandra's mission, and she's going to talk a little bit about uh, the concept that everyone is a genius in their own right. Well, I think that, you know, um, we, it's been my, it's been my experience in working with people of all different ages and all different abilities that I shock people when I say that I have never been in a room, uh, that wasn't filled with unique creative geniuses. You know, I, when I say everyone is a genius, right. Or when Einstein said, everyone is a genius, we get limited by again, that belief of what genius is. And, and for me, that's why I say everyone is a unique creative genius. In other words, they have a unique passion and purpose that they came here to share. Every single one of us does. And somewhere along the line, we got this idea that the creator created some of us with special gifts, and the rest of us are just the boring backdrop to those people's lives, waiting around for them to create the miracle that makes our life better or solves the problem or whatever. And we don't take with us in each moment the knowledge that we came here for a purpose. There is just no way <laughs> that each of us is not here with a profound purpose that we came here to share. And, and we, we weren't meant to spend our life sitting on the couch eating Cheetos and watching somebody else do something, you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> or arguing with each other about whether or not other people are doing it right. You know, that is not the reason that we incarnated onto this planet. You know, if, if, if we are here and we are here now, we did that on purpose, you know, and I like to use the term on purpose in that dual way. We did it on purpose as in intentionally, and we did it on purpose as in, in alignment with our sacred purpose and so that kind of brings me right to the five steps to miracles, because the first step is dreams. You know, the first step is the dreams. It is acknowledging those dreams as sacred inspiration. You know, as I said earlier, we block dreams because of fear, you know, fear that I'm not good enough or what are other people going to think or how is this going to go? Well, what if I try it and it fails, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if we get pain from our dreams, in other words, if, if our dream makes us sad, it's because we blocked it, not because we had it, right? The universe does not give us those sparks of inspiration to make us miserable or frustrate us, 
If we have frustration, we're blocking a dream. We're blocking our manifestation. You know, um, Henry David Thoreau says, if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with success unexpected in the common hours. Mm, he'll I love that quote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 he'll meet with success. You know, William Arthur Ward's quote, if you can imagine it, you can become it. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. We have those thoughts because they are ours to do something about, you know? I said that that the metaphorical metaphysical guide is about taking truisms for the stage and using them in life and in acting as in life, it's about what you do. Mm-hmm. Acting is active. You have to behave as if it's true. There's behavior in there. You know, if you think, decide, and act as the genius that you are, then miracles will abound. But you notice that you have to think, you have to decide, act, right? You have yes. to do something. And that, so, so the first step is to accept the offer from our soulful self of that dream and to recognize that the universe never blocks. You know, fear is the black hole of miracles, not our life, right? The place that miracles go to die is in that black hole of fear. And so when we dream, we have got to know that we have 100% responsibility for those dreams. And, and when I say responsibility, I mean that word to have a hyphen in the middle. You know, we have responsibility. We have the ability to respond. And if we sit on the couch and eating Cheetos, no offense to Cheetos, I probably owe them some marketing. (laughs) I'm I'm not insulting Cheetos so much as I'm just using it as an example. You know, but if we sit on the couch and eat Cheetos instead of respond to that dream, then that's on us, right? And. And so faith, faith is the second step. And I, May think- I let me interject something about dreams sure. because yeah. when we dream, it unleashes that con- uh, what the, the, the subconscious mind. And a lot of times you can write down your dreams and journal on them because, you know, there's so much, many messages in our dreams. And as you indicated, some people may have fear about them and block them. So dreams are empowering messages. So thank you uh, for sharing that. And your second uh, uh, one is faith. Absolutely. But I love what you just said, because you, you said they're empowering, right? Dreams hold our power. That's where our power is. When we notice what we're dreaming about, when we notice where our inspiration is, that's where our power lies, you know, and, and we are the only ones that can block that. Mm, yes. If we treat our dreams as sacred, then, then we cannot fail to give them their due, you know, their power. They are sacred. Mm-hmm. And so if we can have faith in them, then we can manage that fear right? Because faith creates the courage to step through the fear. And I always, you know, I I mean, Jesus 
was the master teacher of faith and a master performer of miracles, right? And, and so I often think of the Jesus quote in Matthew 17, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be removed and it shall be removed and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Yes. And, and Jesus also said the things I do, you shall do an even greater, right? And, and so I, I often think of, I, I love to, <laughs> to, to think about the, the Peter story, you know, from Matthew 14 of, of, of um, all the disciples being, or a bunch of the disciples being in a boat on the water, and Jesus saw them out there and needed to get out to them, and it was getting late, and so he just started walking across the water to get to the boat, right? And Peter saw him and said, okay, if, if you tell me to come out there with you, I'll come out there with you. And he's like, okay, come on. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, of course. I'm sure Jesus said it a little differently, but, you know, sure, come on, get out here, right? So Peter steps out onto the water. And, and it doesn't say, it doesn't say that Peter fell in the water, but we all think, you know, it's been historically looked at, right? It, it's in our teachings that, that he steps out on the water and then he falls in the water, right? It doesn't say that. It says that he started to lose faith and he started to, he started to sink. And so he reached out his hand and and asked Jesus for help. And Jesus reached out his hand and took a hold of him, right? And said, oh, ye of little faith. But Jesus didn't say, oh, ye of no faith, right? Mm -hmm. Because yes. the part that we forget is that Peter walked on the water. It also says, if you go back and look at that verse, it says that, you know, then he helped him and then they got back into the boat, which means he pulled him back up on the water and they mm -hmm. walked back to the boat, right? Yes. And and it's always so interesting to me that that you know, we all talk about that it's become a it's become a cliche, right? The phrase oh ye of little faith, right? We look at that as an insult, right? Oh ye of little faith as an insult. But but what if it's not? What if, what if a little faith, you know, is the step to big faith, because I'll tell you something, we have this long-standing joke about Peter, right, and falling in the water because he lost his faith, but nobody talks about those guys who stayed in the boat. Do we even know who the disciples mm -hmm. are that were sitting in the boat watching Peter get wet, right? No, we don't. We don't. We, we, we haven't. We I don't know who was in that boat. Do you? <laughs> you know, it's like we're not talking about those guys 2000 years later. We're talking about the guy who took the chance. And for me, yes. I would much rather be a 2000 year old joke than be somebody that sat in the boat and watched somebody else take the chance. Yes. And Which, that takes faith and trusting and believing, believing in yourself. Uh, uh, as we indicated earlier, stepping out on on faith, you know, uh, is, you know, sometimes taking a chance or taking a risk and you don't know where it may lead. But, you know, if you're, you're taking that inspired action, you know, it will lead you on the right path. 
Right. Okay. And, you know, the worst thing mm-hmm. that can happen is you get a little wet, right? Yes, yes. But but the worst thing that can mm-hmm. happen if you don't get a little wet is that you'll have sat in the boat and watched somebody else do it. And that will be the biggest event mm-hmm. of your life. Okay. All you right. Know? Okay. Um, and so the third step is action. It's taking that action. It's it's in acting as in life, right? It's about what we do. Acting is active. Life is active. It's how do you make something appear to be true on the stage? You behave behave as if it is true. So you make offers into your own life, right? We limit what's possible by not offering, by assuming that the universe makes the miracles and decides who gets them and who doesn't, rather than mm-hmm. that we make the miracles, you know? Um, I uh, it, Do we have time for a quick little, a quick little story here? Well, um, let's see. One thing about it, I want uh, to touch on a, a point about action because many are kind of locked in a box, you know, uh, and uh, we talked about, you know, the fears. We, we'll probably get into that in terms of our fear. And, you know, for some of us don't have the patience to trust in the divine timing. And uh, this spontaneity is really, you know, being imaginative, being playful, being spontaneous, uh, pursuing your passion. And sometimes music, sound, dance, it can release the soul from imprisonment and, you know, release that imaginative spirit. So, uh, you know, I uh, really, you know, that can really help us in that process of, of creation and being in tune with that spontaneity that can, you know, make the magic and the miracles happen. But you have a story, perhaps we can hear that before we go on break. Oh yeah. I just wanted to say really quickly about what you said that, that, that that's absolutely right. You know, I, I, I say, Mm -hmm. I, I went back into teaching when I started teaching college, as opposed to teaching in universities, I found that I was teaching a lot of adults who were scared to play. They were scared to take a chance. They just wanted to know how to get an A. So I started creating courses in imagination and spontaneity that were just designed around reteaching adults how to play. Because yes. if we if we don't play, we don't discover those thoughts. You know, it's not like we can think our way to a miracle, right? <laughs> if, if that was all it took, then every thought we ever had would manifest, right? But we have to we have to step out there. So um, the the quick story I wanted to tell is um, Mary Morrissey uh, was the um, minister at the Living Enrichment Center where I used to attend, and she would she would tell this story of this guy who was you know he was just a true believer, and he really 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 wanted to help everybody, and so he wanted to. He wanted to win the lottery so that he could go out and he could have mm-hmm. all this money to be able to help people. And he knew he was going to create a foundation. And he was going to mm-hmm. do all these things and he was going to feed the poor. And every day he would say, please, God, please, God, let me win the lottery. And this is what I'm okay. going to do with it. And and then and then finally it got to the point where he was like he had done it every day, every day. He had worked okay. so hard and he had done all this stuff. And then one day he just was broken because he had tried everything he knew how to do. And he was still praying for the umpteenth time in the umpteenth day. Please, God, please, God, let me win the lottery. Let me win the lottery. And it didn't happen. And he finally broke. And he said, God, what am I, what, what does it take 
Okay. I have begged well, you. I've told you what I'm doing, you know, and this booming voice. We got to take a break. Hold your thought. That's a okay. wonderful story, but we got to take this break that's coming up shortly. So hold your thought. And for our listeners, you know, after our break, we'll tune back into this magnificent story that Sandra's telling us, but it's time now for a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more with our amazing guest, Sandra Cavanaugh, multi- passionate creative artist, educator, actress, entrepreneur, award-winning 35-year veteran in the entertainment industry, international best-selling author of Spontaneous Brilliance on our show today, Manifesting Miracles, The Five Steps to Conscious Creation. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group, 
that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie, and joining us is our amazing guest, Sandra Cavanaugh, on our show today, Manifesting Miracles, Five Steps to Conscious Creation. And Sandra is a multi-passionate creative artist, educator, actress, entrepreneur, award-winning 35-year veteran in the entertainment industry, and author of Spontaneous Brilliance. And before we left on commercial break, Sandra was telling us an amazing story. So, Sandra, let's revisit that story and uh, see what the punchline is. Well, I was just I was I was talking about action because in acting as in life, it's all about what we do. It's not about what we think, what we pray for. Acting is active. Life is active. And and how do you make something appear true on the stage and in life? It's by doing by making an offer into our lives, doing, moving, offering, taking steps. We're 100% responsible for that. So we limit the possibility by not offering. And I was telling this story that Mary Morrissey used to tell at the Living Enrichment Center, and I'm sure she's told it many times since then, but she would she would tell the story about this man who had all these dreams and visions. He had all these beautiful ideas and he wanted to win the lottery. And so that he could do all this stuff. And every day he would pray, please, God, please, God, let me win the lottery. And he would do that every day, every single day. Please, God, please, God, let me win the lottery. And, and he planned and he made all these great plans and he wrote everything down and he got everything. And he said, please, God, please, God, let me win the lottery. And finally, he had just had enough and he was broken. And he said, God, what more can I do? What do you want from me? Please, I have all these beautiful dreams. Let me win the lottery. What more can I do? And this booming voice came from the heavens and said, buy a ticket. <laughs> yes. And that's what most of us don't do. We don't buy the ticket. And so we don't ever get to 
the place of, you know, the transformation. You know, we, we are, as Mary Morrissey would say, she'd say, you know, a parachutes weren't proven trustworthy by having people carry them around on their backs. The devices showed reliable once someone jumps, right? You know, you have to know that that thing is going to open. You have to have that faith, take the action, and then allow for the transformation, which is step number four. And if you, transformation literally comes from two root words. So trans means going beyond and form what is now. So you're going beyond the present form of your life. But a lot of us get very caught up in the fear of change, right? We have a big dream, but it seems a little scary when that dream starts to come true. And we are much more comfortable having faith in the universe than we are in having faith in ourselves. You know what I mean? Yes. And so in order for the transformation to occur, we have to allow it to occur. We have to accept the offers from the universe. You know, um, we have to accept what's there. And you mentioned what my mission was in life to have everyone's unique creative genius recognized and respected and shared regardless of their age or their ability. And I said earlier that I've never walked into a room that wasn't full of unique creative geniuses. And I mean, every room, you know, even the rooms full, full of people with severe disabilities, not just the rooms full of teachers or entrepreneurs or CEOs, but when kids have huge, you know, cognitive disabilities, they're often looked at as, um, not the people I'm referring to, to put it mildly. You know, when I say everyone is a genius, there's that belief that I mean everyone that is within a specific range of intellect or conventional genius. But literally, everyone can bring forward a miracle. And I have worked with kids that were supposed to be nonverbal. They had never written more than two paragraphs in their entire school career, and they were maybe high school seniors. And it was viewed as impossible for them to do the things that I was walking in expecting them to do. And what I found one day teaching this class of kids that were mm -hmm. supposed to be unable to do any of the things I'd had them do over the last six months, you know, they entered contests for writing and won the national contest mm -hmm. and they weren't supposed to be able to write. But one day the teacher mm -hmm. in the class, she just shouted in the middle of this work I was doing. She shouted out to the students. She said, you know what I love about Miss Kavanaugh? She teaches like she doesn't know there's anything you can't do. And so there isn't. <laughs> that's right? brilliant. And that's, that's mm -hmm. what we have to know about each other. We need to allow mm -hmm. the transformation to happen by following our bliss, following our dreams, and then knowing that the parachute is going to open, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you know I love what you said about, you know, the comfort zone. Sometimes we get afraid of change or 
Uh, we want to stay where we are uh, for fear of the unknown. And it does take that courage to step beyond, uh, you know, the comfort zone. And as we look at transformation, you know, a lot of people get afraid even of their word. What's going to happen? You know, uh, how will I be perceived or, you know, what changes will, will happen that maybe I'm not ready for? Uh, and we get into that fear and we retract and we can retract into that, those old beliefs of I'm not good enough or, you know, I'm not worthy or we stay stuck where we are. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because because mm -hmm. we don't realize that we are sabotaging the miracles. Yes. If miracles are not happening, if we're not perceiving them, if we're not noticing what those kids with special needs can do, if we're not seeing the 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 it's not because they couldn't do it all along. It's because we didn't believe it was there. We didn't have faith in the fact that it was there in them. Yes. That they were born with their unique creative genius. And we do the mm -hmm. same thing to ourselves. Yes. We have a hard time recognizing that we are creating our lives. Not yes. just that we can create our lives. We are, whether we're consciously doing it or not. We are creating. We're here for a reason, right? So we have to find our dream. We have to find our faith. We have to find our reason. We have to take action. We have to allow that transformation and not step back when stuff starts to grow. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. things start to go well and we go, oh my God, you know, what yes. this actually happens? Do I really want it? Exactly. And the other thing is the fifth step is manifestation. And manifesting just means to reveal. It doesn't mean to create. It's not like manifesting takes a whole bunch of work. It just means we recognize that it's already there and we don't block it and we join the universe and we take responsibility and we remember that if we have frustration we're blocking the manifestation we're somehow in the way of it that's the only way it doesn't happen because the universe never blocks you know i get so sad mm -hmm. when i hear people say things like oh, I guess that wasn't, you know, God's will, or I guess that wasn't meant to be. Yes. The universe does not block us. We block ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and as you indicated, you know, it's happening. Miracles happen through us. They're not happening to us. And, exactly. And, you know, really, uh, as a result of those steps that you presented, as you uh, talk about manifestations, like, following those steps, it happens. It happens on a natural uh, plane and it comes to us, uh, you know, as that quote by Thoreau, you know, it's like, wow, you open it up and everything just comes to you at the right time. So we have to trust that. So that is just amazing. So Sandra, can you tell us how to, uh, how our listeners can reach you uh, and, um, uh, your gift to listeners before we close. Yes, down. it mm -hmm. is. Uh, my website is sandracavanaugh.com. 
Uh, it's just S-A-N-D-R-A-C-A-V-A-N-A-U-G-H dot com. And there is a gift there on the front page of the website, upper right-hand corner. Just click on that and you get my creative imagination meditation, which comes to you in three forms. You can download them all. One is the meditation, the guided meditation mm-hmm. by me with the music background that was written by my partner, um, Rex Miller writes incredible music meditative music and there's a video version the audio version and then there's the music only version to continue your meditation yourself well that is wonderful well thank you sandra for being on our show today helping us know who we truly are and that we have the power to manifest miracles in our daily life so i invite listeners to listen back on demand and share our show with others and connect with sandra to Go deeper and learn more and create the positive ripple effect for change. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Dr. Jean Marie. Okay. Well, tune in next week for our show, Free Your Joy with Lisa McCourt. You can access daily video shorts to strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by visiting my Love Light Living YouTube channel. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, become miracle-minded. Be open to your unforeseen good and unexpected grace. Thich Nhat Hanh quotes, life is a miracle and being aware of, of it is simply, you know, really making ourselves happy and being a part of that miraculous moment. We are powerful, conscious creators. And connecting with our true self, we can make a difference in the world, make the world a better place. And manifesting miracles is not just for our own personal gain, but the realization that what blesses one blesses all. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America, And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.